Hey friends, today we are going to see what Solomon has to say in Proverbs chapter 22, verses 15 and 16. Folly is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of discipline drives it far from him. Whoever oppresses the poor to increase his own wealth or gifts to the rich will only come to poverty. In today's passage, uh, we find Solomon wants us to discipline our children, right? And apparently there's even a time when it is appropriate to use a rod on them. I suspect that some have used this verse as an excuse to, to take out their frustrations on their children, maybe even beat them. Please don't read that into this verse. I mean, it's not there. In fact, the very next verse that we read says how we should not oppress the poor to benefit ourselves. God doesn't approve of us oppressing others, uh, not the poor, and certainly not our children. Colossians 3.21 says, Fathers, do not provoke your children, lest they become discouraged. So we're not to be oppressive to our children. And yet at the same time, Paul and Solomon both agreed that we must discipline them. In Ephesians, Paul he helps us even more, saying how discipline that we give should point to the Lord. See, there's a purpose in discipline, and it's not to give us an exit from our frustrations. Ephesians 6, 4 says, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. So then spankings? <laughs> I received my share growing up with a belt, a paddle, um, a switch comes to mind. Even the bare hand. <laughs> spankings have their place and there's a time when they're the best possible tool. We need to be good though at using discernment, not only in the appropriate measures, but also knowing our child's heart and what type of discipline points them to the ways of the Lord the best. And that's not all. We need to check our own heart too. And if we're responding to them in hot anger, just simply wait. I mean, we must do all things with love for our children for their good and to the glory of God. As far as verse 16 goes, speaking of oppressing the poor, we're giving bribes to the rich even, all for our own benefit. I believe we've spoken about this in a number of Proverbs devotions before. But let me just say this, whether it's our relationship with our children or our spouse or our friends, or if it's how we relate to the rich or the poor. We need to look out for the eternal good of others. Let them see us living lives of love, always pointing them to the awesomeness of Jesus and how he is good news, a great joy, how he's the greatest treasure worth leaving all for, how he came to this earth as a man. Uh, he lived a perfect, righteous life. He died a wicked sinner's death the death that we deserve, and then how he rose from the dead, and he defeated the hold that the sin had through the law. 
The wages of sin is death. The soul that sinneth it shall die. Jesus defeated that hold for all who believe. And God gives us that same power over the hold that sin has in our life so that we're not slaves to sin any longer as we walk with Christ. And one day, God's going to raise us up no longer to be subject to the entropy of sin any longer. Uh, no more pain, no more sickness, no more arthritis, no more COVID-19, uh, no more sin, and no more death. And we'll be with Him forever. Father God, thank You for Your Word, Lord. Thank You for loving us enough to discipline us for your glory and for our good. And help us to emulate you in this with our children, Father, for their good and for your glory. And help us to love the poor and not to be out for ourselves, but be on your mission to see more of your glory and to share your glory with others, whether it be our children or our spouse, our fellow employees, our boss, our friends, our enemies, all for your glory, Father. We love you so much and thank you for Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen.